we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for August 3rd, 2020. And uh, today, just the information just seems to um, be moving in a more severe direction by the week. Uh, there are some good things to report on at the same time because Satan's agenda is so out in the open now, so flagrant, so in your face that uh, it makes my job very easy regarding that. The biggest problem I'm running into right now is trying to process the sheer volume of information and I can only cover a portion of it. I'm trying to get to as many of the major things on a weekly basis as I can, uh, but even then, it's it's just about impossible at this point. Now, like I said uh, in the past, I've been rotating the prayers that we, we have in the header for all the PDFs, and this week, we're back to the current event prayer points, and I've also added to this. I, I try to go back and look at them and, and like refine the verbiage and get more specific where I can or if I get convicted about a certain thing or, or if a listener contacts me and, you know, say they need to add this in possibly. And um, <clears throat> the um, so I've added to this a little bit for this week. And uh, I would say, you know, if you're going to pray this, go through the, the what the, the Bible says about, you know, confessing your, your sins before the Lord. You, you want to make sure that when you go to, to prayer, that you've got all your ducks in a row spiritually and biblically so a lord's type lord's prayer type of thing and um also putting on the full armor of god because if you pray in this manner uh you're going to probably get attacked by satan by the devil he's going to try to come at you so you want to make sure you know you're right with god that you have the full armor of god on that you're you know prayed up if you can feel convicted fast, these types of things. Um, that's how you know you're over the target, though, is when you're getting the flack. That's how the, in World War II, that's how they knew they were over the target. In Germany or wherever they were bombing was when they were getting flack. So um, if you're just going through life and there's just no problems whatsoever and you're, you know, no waves at all, just kind of like, gliding through life well as a christian that's not really the norm that really should, and increasingly what we're moving into with the with the wickedness that we're facing that is becoming more unmasked like i said by the day you know that's something that uh you know we want to be in the thick of things as christians we want to be able to when we appear before god to give a, a good account of what we've done on in this earth you know, and to have rewards in heaven, you know, gold, silver, precious stones, these types of things. We don't want to have wood, hair, stubble to present before God that will be burned up at the judgment seat of Christ, which is where the Christians will appear. The great white throne judgment is for the unsaved. So I'm going to go ahead and just open us up in, in this these uh, prayer points. And Heavenly Father, we just come to you in prayer, Lord, in all humility, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And through his shed blood, and we pray regarding the body of Christ, we pray for, for their strength, their endurance, for, for you to give them courage, divine providence, guidance, favor, and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day. Lord, make a way where there seems to be no way, Lord. I know a lot of my listeners, Lord, are in 
bad positions right now because of COVID-19 with their jobs and their families. And um, just as the walls close in, Lord, please show us exactly what you want us to do. And um, please help us, God, for we can do nothing apart from you. We also pray for the Lord to expose and destroy the COVID-19 agenda worldwide with all of its big brother agendas like forced mask wearing, DNA defiling vaccinations, the contaminated test kits, the microchips that will be coming, the contact tracing, and for God's judgment on the vaccine and medical cartels that are behind this and for the people behind it as well. We pray if it be possible, their souls be saved. But if not, Lord, we pray that they be dealt with, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of your doing, and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in you, and all the upright in heart would glory, according to Psalm 64. We also pray against the Chinese plans for taking over America through bringing in mass weapons, foreign troops, and drugs like fentanyl to poison the U.S. citizens, or wherever that's going on, Lord, worldwide. We also we pray against groups like Black Lives Matter, Antifa, who are working with the Chinese and George Soros to kill as many Christians and righteous people as possible and to bring in anarchy and ultimately get the UN troops on the US streets. We pray against the devil seed, these devil seeds coming from China that were, are, are these invasive species that they're trying to use to take over the uh, croplands of both the UK and America. We pray for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and this disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in Virginia and other parts of the United States for your divine intervention there, Lord. For God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide. We pray against all UN troops already in America and coming here. And for God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields for 2020. For God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by the directed energy weapon attacks and all wicked plans surrounding this to be destroyed for the defense protection and victory of all christians worldwide especially the persecuted and also the targeted individuals worldwide that president trump would not approve the equality act or any evil law and that if it that it if it be possible that he would be saved for President Trump to do the right thing and enact righteous laws and appoint righteous people and for the fear of God to be on Trump and all high-level politicians like a thick cloud so that they would be compelled to do the right thing and for your divine intervention, God, regarding all planned pandemics and plagues worldwide and against the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere against we pray against the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming up through the U.S. southern border for, and for the stoppage of Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America. For God's intervention and against the 5G and 6G rollout and the 42,000 satellites being launched, sending intense microwave 5G radiation over the entire earth. For God's intervention regarding all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against their freedoms being taken away and educate others. We, we pray against the 501c3 clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy their congregations and that they would be exposed. We pray for your intervention against the slaughter of Christians worldwide and against all witchcraft being done worldwide to perpetuate and bring in more evil death and destruction we pray for your intervention regarding the internet kill switch implementation 
and against the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians everywhere, against the mandatory vaccinations being implemented and that the truth would come out against them, against the wicked factions of the modern medicine and pharmaceutical vaccine cartels. And for the masses to get saved, Lord, for your divine intervention, for the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. We pray against the full implementation of the Real ID 2020 and against the South African genocide of whites or wherever genocide is occurring, Lord, worldwide. And for God to neutralize and stop the, the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination uh, going on, Lord, um, still going on, Lord, and against all nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide. Against the Big Brother draconian changes taking place worldwide and against further vote rigging in elections wherever they're going on. For the stoppage and the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada and for the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere. For God's intervention regarding the eradication of CERN and all other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide that are opening up these demonic portals, Lord, in, into our plane of existence. And for the eradication also of all D-wave quantum computers, Lord. We loose legions and legions of angels regarding all of these matters, Lord. And we bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder these angels or these prayers in any way, shape, or form. We bind them up, we rebuke them cast them into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and command that none be able to come to take their place regarding all these prayers for god's intervention lord god in eradication and exposure of all pedivore pedo predator in all child sex trafficking networks worldwide against the lgbtq movement and the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens children and babies for the protection of all infants children teenager and adults caught in these evil networks for the eradication of all adult and child pornography bestiality pornography and all snuff film sources and businesses for the supreme court we pray for the supreme court to overturn roe versus wade um and for god's intervention in the eradication of all abortion clinics and planned parenthood centers worldwide and the stripping of all the powers of witchcraft from their owners and their employees or anyone associated with them the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, Nexrad Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA's blast wave accelerators. For God's intervention against the wickedness being openly promoted by the Democratic Party and the Democrats running for president and for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans. And if they will not repent of their wickedness, that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision and that they would turn on each other and devour one another. If they will not repent of their wickedness and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness for your intervention lord god against all the wickedness being perpetuated by hollywood netflix amazon google facebook twitter instagram youtube and all the tech giants and dominant streaming content producers lord god that are that are putting black lives matter on a pedestal god and shutting down any amount of truth going out about how wicked these coming dna defiling vaccines are going to be and all of the all of the lies that the that the big tech is is um not only perpetuating but all the truth that they're suppressing i pray lord god we pray lord god that they if they will not repent that they be annihilated and destroyed and other um avenues that will put out truth would rise up 
in the name of Jesus Christ, that they would have favor. Let all these other ones be destroyed if they if they're going to just totally have a monopoly on on what they term is truth, which are just nothing but lies. So we pray for your holy judgment upon them. Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and any of the other tech giants that are responsible for this. Print newspapers, mainstream media, CNN, all of these wicked evil um, avenues that are putting out lies um, from, from the pit of hell. We pray for your divine intervention regarding that. We pray against the pop culture, rock, rock and rap music industry and against the Vatican, the Pope and Catholicism for your divine intervention regarding all these matters. Against, for your divine intervention regarding the global banking cartels that pretty much control almost everything that we've talked about today, Lord. And the 13 families of the Illuminati for your divine judgment to rain down on these unjust scales and balances that emanate and operate from the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati, Lord. Loose legions and legions of angels, whatever kind of necessary regarding these matters, God. And against the wicked factions of, of the public universities and public schools that are brainwashing and destroying the children and the teenagers and, and the college students in, in, into this just horrible Marxist, Marxist ideology and satanic and Luciferian um, theology that they're putting into the, to the children. And then also, Lord, we pray that you would deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, microchips, or implants that may be in or on our bodies. And to destroy and purge any and all wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, and parasites in or on our bodies. And to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any other wicked things. The globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies, whether we're aware of it or not. Whether we did it knowingly or unknowingly, if we've done anything knowingly, Lord God, we repent of it. We pray for your divine intervention. I pray for healing, both body, soul, and spirit over my listeners, over anyone hearing this. Healing and deliverance, God, from any and all wicked spirits that would um, come against us, Lord God, or would beset us, or or that would um, has any legal right to be there. I pray, God, for deliverance of all these things from anyone hearing this and my listeners. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so let's go right into the to the study. I'm going to uh, recover this thing about the potential coming, coming disasters. I'm going to play a, a little video here up front. I'm not going to do any more than that today. I haven't heard a lot more about it. Um, there was one other video. I'll talk about that after this. But... um. This is Marfugal News and um, the Stephen from Israeli News Live. And they did a little interview together about some more intel that they've gotten, I, I guess, in like the last week. So I'm going to go ahead and play this now. Good evening, friends. I'm Steve Benut. You're watching Israeli News Live. We've got a very special guest tonight. Uh, we have Adam with Marfugal News. And we've been trying to connect together for a long time. And... I've had a lot of you sending me information about Adam, and I've heard nothing but good reports uh, from you guys about Adam. And so I'm excited to be able to have Adam on, talk a little bit about this asteroid, things that are going on, uh, et cetera. And Adam, I know how it is when people watch a video, sometimes they might only go five minutes into it. So first, if you can share it with people, how they can contact you, what you're doing, 
And then let's talk about this asteroid uh, information that you're that you're hearing from sources that you have as well. Uh, thanks. Yeah. So uh, I'm Adam A.K. Marf. If you guys haven't seen me, I'm from Marfugal News. I have a, another channel, uh, Marfugal TV, where I mostly do live shows. We actually have uh, anywhere from a two-hour to three-hour show, four nights a week, uh, Tuesday through Saturday. And then we have our website, marfugalnews.com. So if you want to find any of the stuff that I talk about, uh, we actually back up pretty much everything we say with a bibliography on that website. So if we go over news, we actually archive it per night. So uh, say, you know, last night we actually had a full show, nine articles. Those are all stored there uh, on and under. And I, I think I do the same thing because I back everything up that we're talking about with these PDFs I put out on a weekly basis. And, you know, so that you can you can research it on you because a lot of times, like even with this video, I'm going to play about 20 minutes, but there's another 13. A lot of times I'm only covering the main, uh, cherry picking the main points, but sometimes there's, you know, half or two thirds of the report I don't even get into because I don't have time or it's maybe it's information I've already covered. Each and every video. Um, but to just sum up, because I know what you're saying is is absolutely true about people tuning out. Uh, basically, I've, I've, I've known about you for a long time. You're a YouTube le legend. I've been around for about three years, going on three years on YouTube. And as you probably know, we are in kind of a group of people that have shared our truth. You know, some people call us a truther. Some call us a conspiracy theorist. Some call us, uh, you know, crazy it doesn't matter what they call us but we over the last three years have gathered a lot of military resources in fact we gathered so much military in the last three years discord just took our our group of fifteen thousand people away purely because of a group of about 400 um, a, um active and retired military uh folks that was in our discord what we have created there, or what we did create, and now we have to recreate, is state groups. So we have been helping every single state and multiple countries prepare for natural disasters or whatever may come next. In the time being where I started on Cascadia Subduction Zone, I have found out a ton of information. And I talked to you, you know, we've talked about this um, a few times now. You know, obviously you get people that send you information, information that's basically somebody else's YouTube video of them and their theories. The stuff that we're getting is not theories. It's actual documents or it's actual people that are basically, you know, in the know and they are seeing what is going on right now. So what we, uh, why we kind of reached out to you was because of your video that said, prepare for impact. When you said that, uh, you basically said a lot of the same things I have said, not only last year, but two years ago, if you go back through my videos, uh, what I was told was that uh, basically by around this six month time period, that the world would be unrecognizable. Uh, there was a 482 days, even if you just type in Marfugal 482 days, uh, that was a video I did, you know, obviously, 500 600 days ago or I, I don't even know how long that lined up with the beginning of cv uh 19. 
And now here we are, it's unrecognizable. The, the same source told me that we would have earthquakes, we would have asteroids, and we would have extreme weather triple, all in a very short time period. And now, fast forward two and a half years, we're basically there, and it's only getting worse. On top of that, about, uh, I would say, four or five months ago, six months ago, we had a, uh, a person, I shouldn't say what, what they are, we're trying to keep her anonymous, which I have actually shared with you uh, their information, and you're going to get a, a chance to talk to them as well. And they are a financial auditor. They actually audit uh, government transactions, so DHS, FEMA, these kind of things, and they look over these things and sign off on them. What has crossed their desk is essentially a cleanup, a ton of money, and this is for this year's budget, for cleanup for debris from a class two gas giant. Now, this is what this person is saying, and a class two gas giant is in space. When you said that your source was saying that we are going through a debris field, that was basically like exactly what we heard, only in different words. So it was really freaky that um, that you said that. Now, I'm sorry, there's a train up above. It's, it's not interfering with your sound, though. It's actually, your sound's pretty good. I thought it was kind of cool to watch the train. What's even cooler is the conductor waved at me. That was actually... That was actually pretty cool. Either way, basically, I've been talking. To, I've been talking to you. I've been talking to others, and everything is starting to line up right now. Uh, the creation of Space Force, uh, the observatory sh uh, observatory shutdowns. Uh, now, currently, you've got all of the military leaders that aren't necessary. That you know aren't doing public. You know statements are all in Mount Cheyenne. And this is public. They know that they're in Mount Cheyenne, you know, NORAD. Uh, they've picked certain continuity of government. They've actually picked those, uh, those government workers and put them in Mount Cheyenne as well. And then you've got uh, Sunspot Observatory actually shutting down. Uh, six more. This was, you know, prior. And I almost think that that is when they discovered all of this. Uh, you've got China and U.S. doing all these back and forth kind of tit for tats. You've got the Middle East firing off, which you know a lot more about than I do. And you have all of the events with all of the other countries trying to go to space, trying to go to different, um, all, almost every country is trying to get to the moon, trying to get places, uh, trying, you know, trying to get somewhere in this space race. I think it's personally because there is something way, way big coming. I don't know if you agree with that, Steve. Well, I've heard some of those things as well, though, and uh, that the technology that we have and things of that nature there and some of the levitation craft that they have, that some of the elite are planning on <clears throat> literally going out away from the Earth when the bad parts of this uh, system come through. And uh, uh, I would like to, to, to go back just for a moment when you talked about the, uh, the, the source that you have uh, that's the auditor and talking about the cleanup of this, uh, I forget how you, how you kind of spoke about that, 
but can you kind of elaborate a little bit more about that so that so that the listeners would understand better about what you mean by this cleanup uh, that she was seeing and what type of event would cause that? So the so here was the only discrepancy when you you spoke and when she spoke was that you said we might be going through an asteroid belt. I think that you only said that on one video, and I think you later kind of said, you know, I'm not an expert on this, um, but it wouldn't necessarily be us going through an asteroid belt. People get weird about technicals. It would be some stuff coming towards us, so a lot of asteroids. So not technically an asteroid belt, but, you know, us is not, we're not scientific. Basically a lot of stuff coming towards us. What she was saying, or what they were saying, is that basically this stuff came across the desk and it was for serious debris cleanup. And we're not talking about debris like some stuff on the side of the road. We're talking about, we're talking about debris as in like cities crumbling. Uh, you're talking about the amount of money spent is cleaning up half of the planet. Uh, it's it's more money than any of us will ever imagine to have. Even some of the elites will not have this much money. So again, they're cleaning up destroyed cities. That that's what we're getting from it, and that is debris from space. Debris. I mean, that that's you know that's literally something from space affecting us here on the planet. People don't have to believe. Here's the one thing that we don't have is the time frame. So I am not sending this out there to say, hey, there's a date that you guys need to worry. I think that all of us on Earth should just, you know, accept that we all have a limited time frame. And I think we really need to start accepting that whether you get hit by a car or whether. And, and I forgot, but I need to add this asteroid thing into the prayer list. Um, just in case, I mean, you know, uh, I like the fact that they're not really date setting. You know, I've heard anywhere from we're going to know by, I think Stephen's going to come in here and say that we're going to know by potentially by September. And then I think he gives you his timetable. But again, it's not, none of it's, none of it's really carved in stone at this point. And, you know, again, God's intervention can change everything regarding this. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I will add that asteroid thing into the prayer list as well. Uh, you know, you get cancer 10 years down the road, whatever it is, we all have to accept that we're human and we might die. When you start to accept that, you stop getting afraid of all of these different things. Yes. But the, the reason why people call channels like mine fear porn is because they're afraid. They're, they're really afraid of these kind of things, but yet they're addicted to it, so they keep watching. We're not there to scare people. We're there to... Um, almost get it into people's heads. So it, it's more like exercise, right? Just like in Japan, when they drill for an earthquake, they drill their kids from a very early age and they get them ready for it beforehand. So when the actual event happens, you don't panic and you're actually ready to go do something about it. You don't sit there and freeze because you've never thought this about this at all. We need to think about all the possibilities. Even if it doesn't come in, we have 10 years uh, 20 years down the road, uh, you know, that maybe, maybe the asteroid comes in 2050. We would still need to have something prepared for this. The yeah. government is planning all of this stuff. We see it right in front of our eyes. They're doing public simulations of, of evacuating all of New York. 
but everybody's like, oh, it's just a continuity thing. You know, they're, they're just making a contingency plan of everything. I mean, let me, we, let me we see it. Let me say this, Adam. Uh, today, and, and I wanted to actually take with my own listeners, so I think it's great that I have you on as well, that you're putting these things <laughs> in perspective the way you are. Because I realized, too, with because we, we created on our website, IsraeliNewsLive.org, we created a, a forum for people to interact with to say, okay, we, we live out in the country. If you're in trouble, you want to get away from a coastal area, you can come, you can go there. But then as I began to look at the correspondence, our correspondence between the people, I began to realize, like you said, there is a lot of fear. And... Our initial reason for leaving Florida was not because of asteroids, because even if they're coming, it doesn't matter where you go, you could get hit anywhere. We didn't want to get locked down in Florida because of the coronavirus and with the possibility of them force, trying to force vaccinate or something like that or trying to take your kids away from you. That was our initial reason for leaving. Now, with that being said, I was getting different information. As you mentioned earlier, the asteroid belt, as I called it, uh, Glenn, my, my Washington source, said in his email to me, which we talked by phone on secure lines, and literally from the Pentagon. I actually have his, I get his calls from the Pentagon on secured lines. He said, Steve, you call it an asteroid belt, but that's not what it really is. So there, there you, like you said, and I, I've shared that with people before. He just said to me that September, everybody on the planet would know that we're in big trouble. But he never elaborated. And then my FEMA source and also another friend of mine that, that's a contractor for the Pentagon, both said they corroborated the information about September separately. And they said that September we would see one of the first strikes of, a, of an asteroid, and then it would slowly but surely continue to happen as the months went on. Today, though, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this as I, as I conclude this part here, I felt pressed in my heart to go to my email on Israeli News Live and just type in asteroid. No voice spoke to me or nothing. I just felt it in my heart. I needed to do that. I felt like there's somebody who's written me that I, that I need to go see who it is. And I don't do that very often. It's very unusual for me to do that. So I did. And sure enough, about the fourth email down under Asteroid, a man named Robert, I won't call his last name as of yet, but he is going to come on our program Tuesday night. He had wrote me to call him. He said, I've got a serious information I want to share with you. And so I did. And I don't normally do that because you never know who's contacting you. And you, are, you know how that is, Adam. I mean, you've, grown, you've made a, an incredible organization in a, in a short amount of time. But Robert. Now that's available on his, uh, Stephen's website, Israeli. Let me just make sure I give you the right name. Israeli News Live. Okay. And it's under, it says, if you just key in Israeli News Live. Well, actually, here's what I'll do. I'm going to post this, the link to this under this. I'm not going to play this. The audio is not very good. I don't know if this guy that he's interviewing is in Chile. The audio is really bad. And I wouldn't even want to try to play it regarding um, uh, this study because it was just, ugh. 
bad. But I'm going to go ahead and post it here, right under this interview, an inside look at Chilean astronom astronomer Carlos Ferreira's notes. Okay, so I just posted this under the first report after the prayer and the PDF, which is what are government sources saying about coming disasters. And so if you want to avail yourself to that information, he's going to talk about it a little bit here. And uh, so you'll kind of know a little bit more. If you want the full interview, though, you can go to that. Okay, so we'll go back to the interview. Ed Timmy, he's, uh, I believe he's retired Navy. I think he's a cryptologist, if I remember right. He speaks Spanish as well. He traveled to Chile and was given the access to go through the documents and records of the uh, Chilean astronomer uh, Munoz, uh, uh, Munoz Ferrada. And he said, you're very close to accurate, but just a little bit off as far as Mr. Ferrada's notes. He said, I, was ha I, could sp he said, I speak Spanish, so I took all the notes. He said, I've compiled them. They were very generous. I spent three days working on this. He said, in Ferrada's notes, he said, again, as you call it, asteroid belts, not what he calls it, but he said that the you'll start seeing them coming in more and more frequently in the end of 2020. He didn't say what month, just the end of 2020. <clears throat> he said in about every 13 or so asteroids that come by. Now, I'm not sure exactly when that was prognosticated, but it, it was well before, obviously, 2020, this Chilean astronomer's notes. One is going to hit the Earth. He said, but they won't be planet killers, <clears throat> but they'll be significant in size. They'll cause a lot of damage. And he said that will go on. And in his point, he said it can go on up to about five or even seven years. He said, Mr. Ferratus put in his notes, he could never pinpoint the calculation of the coming of this quote unquote Nibiru, but we he called it herbuculus because he said it constantly changes. So now we get into the whole Nibiru, uh, Planet X, Planet of the Crossing, Wormwood type of thing that I have talked about before. Uh, you can just key in like Wormwood or Nibiru. I've talked about it not as much lately, but quite extensively in the past. So... <clears throat> The thing is, is the, the Bible, what the Bible refers to is, is wormwood. That's not going to occur until we're in the tribulation. So I base everything off the Bible. If it doesn't line up scripturally, I would be more inclined to think that this is some type of asteroid belt. If Now, granted, it could be something, wormwood could be, as far as the biblical wormwood, could be something totally different than Nibiru. Just because they call Nibiru Wormwood or Planet X doesn't necessarily mean it's the Wormwood of the Bible. The Bible talks about the tribulation. So bear, bear that kind of in mind as well. Uh, those things that say they're going to occur in the tribulation are going to occur. Uh, but this thing that we're facing potentially starting in September, that could not be the Wormwood of the Bible because we're not in the tribulation yet. It slows up, speeds up, slows down, etc. But he said when it comes through, he said then, he said the poles will shift. He said continents will rip apart. 
He said, that's exactly what he wrote in his document. They will rip apart. He said, that will be when the devastation really comes. And so I mentioned to him that my FEMA source said that there would be like rain of little asteroids, little small ones coming down, which was similar to what I was told with my uh, source that works with, with the Pentagon. And he said, he also wrote about that as well. He said, but they will not be devastating but they will cause a lot of damage. With that in mind there, of course, one, it's good for people to know, it's not like you gotta be afraid that you're gonna be you know, knocked out by billions of asteroids just coming down by the end of the year, but it'll be a gradual thing that happens over time. Adam, what's your thoughts? Well, so first off, anybody can go and Google this right now uh, they just found evidence that uh, from underneath Africa, it is literally tearing apart. The, the continent, the plates are ripping from underneath it. This is just brand new, like in the last week. So everything that, you know, it, it's almost like I'm sure you've been following a lot of different things and a lot of different people for a long time. And when all of this stuff starts coming together, you you almost don't want to believe it. Like, I don't want to believe that this is true. I want somewhere in the back of my mind, I want this to be just some fairy tale. But it, it is now turning out that the fictional crazy conspiracy theories are now uh, more becoming true than they are, you know, false. What they what they were doing, and I, I've said this on my show a lot, is that how, how would you hide a, a, a needle? Well, in a, uh, in a haystack, it's much easier to find. But if you hide a needle, in a pile of needles, it's much harder to find. So they've actually released part of these truths. I've seen even back, you know, five, six years ago on, on history and, and all these channels putting out documentaries, these, these what ifs, and they've put these scenarios that are now happening right now, and they put it as a what if. And we have all the beginning stages of it. As okay, so they go on. Oh, I don't know, another 15 minutes where they talk a little bit more, but that's really the the main pertinent part of the interview nothing you know super mega definitive uh our timelines have kind of been given though uh then <clears throat> steven i think it's benoon goes and interviews uh john moore and that's a whole other interview now the thing is is red flags went up when he interviewed this guy because that guy's made more false predictions about this particular very subject than, as my grandma would say, you could shake a stick at. I mean, false prediction after false prediction after false prediction. There's whole threads from like back in 2012, 2011, 2010 about when he was saying a lot of this stuff about, I don't know, coming the the uh, i don't know if it was an asteroid or, or or what but and they were postulating is this guy real is he not and it did none of it happened none of it happened in the time frame that he said it was going to happen and a lot of times he would say washington dc is going to be destroyed in 30 to 60 days that was one of the predictions i believe i've got a whole file on this if you want to know more i'm not i was actually going to get into that information more but a lot of you may not even know who he is john moore 
Uh, so if you want it, just email me. You can use the contact box at uh, contendingfortruth.com. I don't have any axe to grind with a guy, but, um, you know, he's the type of guy that makes false prediction after false pre- and has done it over the years multiple, multiple times. And he just goes on, like, never apologizes to my knowledge, just goes on like, you know, just forget about that last false prediction. But this one's going to be real, essentially. He'll never even acknowledge the false predictions. Or if he does, he gives some lame excuse. Well, it doesn't work that way. You can't just give lame excuse or ignore all of your prognostications over the years where people might be hinging their lives on this. I mean, I, I can remember when I was listening to him before, he's like, you, you got to get out. You better get out to the Ozarks. You're, everything's going to go and... and all this stuff and there's gonna you know he's real big on on the on the united states being split in two and there's going to be an inland sea where the mississippi is but it's going to be like i don't know hundreds of miles wide and when the pole shift occurs now a lot of that information when you look at that it's from zachariah stitchin and from nancy leader it's zeta talk and these are the two two of the biggest new age freaks zachariah stitchin's um uh there's numerous accounts of him online where people have seen him shapeshift. Now, you may not believe in that. I've reported on that many times. Um, there's numerous videos online regarding people having that ability. Okay, And if you think about it, if, if the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, shapeshifting like from a reptilian life form into a human is something that we should actually be expecting. It's a hybridization and that was what you had in Noah's day. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah. It's just a little bit different today. It may not be overt giants walking the land. There's different th- different ways they've gone about it. And Zechariah Stitchin is, is a devil. Okay, And a lot of people base their research off Stitchin. High-level Freemason, uh, devil, and Nancy Leader, who is another one that evidently Moore's based his prognostications off you couldn't have a bigger new age freak than her you couldn't it's impossible she's in constant communication supposedly with gray aliens that are giving her this information now this interview that you're hearing here with steve and marfugel they're not basing it off nancy leader or zechariah stitchin okay i want you to know that um but a lot of what john moore's at least done in the past has been okay whether he wants to admit that or not because it lines up with what they're saying now i could go into this a lot further i'm just i've got too much to cover today and if you want that file on john moore you can email me and and i'll i'll get it over to you and it's it's nothing that i'm making up it's all it's all um threads and conversations things that people have have observed and said about him that absolutely 100 confirm my personal experience when i've listened to him which typically it's been some of the biggest wastes of time I've ever heard listening to that guy. Because it's always one it's always some high level military source he's in a meeting with today and he's got some inside information that, you know. Now, maybe what he's saying will finally come to pass. I'm just telling you his track record up till now has been beyond abysmal. So let's go to the next part of the study now we're going to totally switch gears we're going to get into more of the antifa black lives matter stuff for a little bit um and this is entitled paul martin called it one of the guys that 
Dave Hodges interviews a lot. Paul Martin. Aurora, Colorado is next. Um, Antifa snipers on the roofs. And that's what we're going to be looking at here. Okay. Now, more than 30 cities have been invaded by the barbarians of, you know, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, uh, the other ones. Atlanta, Albuquerque, Austin, Bakersfield, Boston, Chicago, Chattanooga, Columbus, Dallas, Fort Worth, Des Moines, Denver, Detroit, District of Columbia, Houston, Los Angeles, Louisville, Memphis, Minneapolis, New York City, Oakland, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle, San Antonio, and many others. Most of the protests are beyond not peaceful, but disorderly, destructive, dangerous, and even deadly. So I'm going to play a little bit of this uh, video here. And with me, I have Paul Martin. And Paul called me before the weekend. And uh, Paul, welcome to the show. And I just wanted to um, let you tell the people here what you told me last week about what was coming to Denver. Well, you can almost follow the trail with uh, L.A. And, and all the other cities that have uh, Antifa going there. And then all of a sudden, here we go. We lost Aurora yesterday. I had a, a friend on the ground. He's a former police officer and uh, now an attorney. But he was at the uh, riots in uh, Aurora. And there's pictures up, and uh, there's a great, sh uh, great shot up at the Gateway Pundit. It's up at RevolutionRadio.org of them cutting off I-225. Uh, hundreds of people. And uh, so I got a report today from uh, my friend that was there that Antifa had snipers on the roof, Dave. And a lot, most of these people were armed. But the fact that they had snipers on the roof is not good. This is going to a whole new level. The video that we saw, and I'm not showing it because of the uh, volatile nature of it, but people can see it at the Gateway Pundit. Um, it's also There's also other videos out there now, too. But there was um, a larger vehicle traveling down 225 with a family in it, and it was running on a flat tire. And you hear the gunshots, boom, 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 boom. And uh, by all reports, the vehicle was uh, uh, littered with gunshot uh, damage. And there was a family inside, a family, Paul. They could have executed a family. Of course, uh, to, to the uh, crazy globalists, they don't care. I mean, this is just the casualties of war. But um, did you see what happened to some of the bystanders? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, or the family was in a blue. Yeah, the family was in a blue jeep, and the uh, front left tire got shot out. Yeah, but two of the uh, uh, participants in the riots got shot by stray bullets. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean these are these are military trained people. These are psychotic, Luciferian freaks that that think they're doing something just because George Soros is paying him $150 a day to do it. So you can expect more of this as is escalates. So it just sounds like they're indiscriminately firing now. If what Hodges said was true, that the vehicle was littered with gunfire, that sounds like they were trying to take out some innocent family driving through there. Maybe wrong place, wrong time type of thing. And they're white, you know, because that's definitely... And a lot of the Black Lives Matter are, are white, okay? But 
you're the biggest target if you're a white family, like mom, dad, you know, children. I would imagine that would be number one on, on the satanic hit list. So this is where we've devolved into in a very short period of time in this country. Pretty amazing. We've got a comment on here from a guy named Rooster Cogburn who said <laughs> the Jeep shot at them too. Do you have any information on that? Oh, okay. No, sir. I haven't heard that either. That's the first I've seen. And I certainly couldn't ascertain that from the... So if they returned gunfire, yeah, it would make more sense if the if the vehicle was riddled with bullets. Um, so, I yeah, I, don't, I haven't heard anything more about it either. Yeah. All of this news will be suppressed unless it is black lives matter people uh dying at the hands of patriots that will probably be front page news because that will fit their narrative um it's interesting though that they're shooting their own this happened in austin too where a, a rioter was shot and killed in austin so it just um but here's what this tells me paul this tells me that they're taking the level of uh, confrontation and violence to a whole new level. Well, it'll just keep it'll it'll just keep expanding as as these people are paid, and you know have some kind of shelter and food and you know something to drink. Uh, this, this is it, and I said it on the last podcast. We there more cops. Uh, probably at the bar. Well, you know, I don't know, Paul, if you followed the coverage I gave the Batman shooting yeah. in the nearby Aurora. You remember, the Aurora, Colorado is where they had the, the guy that dressed up like Batman and went into the movie theater, the MK Ultra mind control slave that was triggered on all kind of drugs. That was where this happened. So you'll see, uh, and they're going to talk about how it's been taken over by, absolutely taken over by super liberal democratic type of leadership. And again, this is not about right-left paradigm, which I don't, you know... I try to downplay that because at the end of the day, the New World Order is one team, all on the same team with the same agenda. But the Republicans have to kind of try to put on the good face and act like we're upright and we're upstanding in these types of things. They, a place that's overtly under Republican leadership, if that Republican is wicked, he can't overtly go out there and just totally go against his voter base. Uh, it wouldn't work as well. But if you're a Democrat and you've run on a wicked, evil platform, you can get away with this stuff a lot easier, is the point I'm trying to make here with this. Not to say all Republicans are bad either. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that. But a lot of them are on are on Team Satan. They're just masquerading as a good guy. Mall just off I-225 where this shooting took place. But uh, the uh, theater there, I've been to the theater many times. In fact, I should say this for matter of record. Where this shooting took place today, I grew up three miles from there. My high school was about three and a half miles from there. And um, so this, I, I know the area inside now. And uh, the Batman shooting that happened in 2012, uh, the, there's a police substation, or at least there was at that time, in the Aurora Mall facing the theater, 75 to 100 yards away from the theater. And it took the cops almost 30 minutes to respond. Do you remember that? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've never been a fan of the Aurora Police. Uh, neither when I was growing up. Uh, and I never really had any encounters with them. It's just all the community leaders kept saying how inept they were. It was like the Keystone Cops. And they were inept at the Aurora Mall shooting. 
they you know with hundreds of protesters on an interstate highway and, and, and the police substation the major one paul not the one in the aurora mall but the major one is less than a mile away from where the shooting was i'm sure you're aware of that wow no i didn't know that yeah that the police substation is down there on alameda and um it's huge and we're talking mile mile and a half from where the shooting took place how do you not have a police presence there when all lanes of traffic are being blocked? Well, my, my uh, former police source inside of uh, Aurora at those riots, uh, Pelosi didn't even make a poll. Excuse me, didn't even make a uh, didn't even make a move on it. The governor, no, he just stood still. You. Um, <clears throat> Let's go back to what you told me. I think it was on Thursday night of last week when you said that 5,000 Antifa uh, people who were also terrorists and um, 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 I forget who else you said. But anyway, you said they were all converging on Denver and that you had intel that Polis, the governor, was going to arm them. Absolutely. This comes from a former uh, police officer. Do you and think they were, they were, yeah, they were, they were armed to the teeth up there, including with sniper rifles. And those are pretty expensive scopes. I've got one. So you've got Antifa on the roofs with sniper rifles and advanced level scopes that they've been supplied with by our, our own government or George Soros or whoever. And what could possibly go wrong? I mean, how long are they going to wait to where they're actually given the order to open up on totally innocent people? I mean, they're not on the they're not on the roofs for no reason with sniper rifles. And if you're halfway proficient with one of those, you can just pick people off. So, I mean, the fact that this didn't turn into an absolute total bloodbath is a miracle. What do you really make of this, Paul? I mean, where, where, where's this headed now? Um, is this a an, is this an escalation of what has been, or or is this this more of the same? Well, so this is a communist insurrection that's going to keep growing. I, I don't know the politics of Aurora any longer since I haven't lived there in thirty five years. But uh, Paul, I have to ask you: Is um, is the mayor of Aurora, Colorado, is he a Democrat? I would imagine, but I do not know that for a fact. Well, okay, you got uh, the mayor, Mayor Hancock of Denver. He's a Democrat. Polis, as in Pol Polis State, uh, the governor, he's a he's a Democrat. And I suspect Aurora has been. But, you know, out there where this riot was, this is kind of interesting. They said they were going to make good on attacking um, more affluent people than what you find typically in the inner city and i'm paraphrasing but that's essentially the meaning i got well that corridor along i-25 the homes there on the north end are older but they're good homes i mean we're talking homes 2600 3000 square feet four or five bedrooms two three bathrooms uh professionals live there and when you go farther down i-25 south toward uh, I-225 towards Interstate 25, you get some high-end, uh, high-rise uh, housing, very expensive, 
So they're making good on taking the fight to the wealthier, aren't they? Absolutely, and it's not going to quit. I mean, we're we're, and I hate I really hate to say this. We're 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 just in the front stages of this. We just had a participant here on our line tell us that Aurora is run by a never Trumper, which would explain the dereliction of duty by the Aurora mayor to uh, not disperse uh, the uh, police to clear uh, Interstate 225. I mean, this is sheer lawless behavior. Uh, and, and these people are just tolerating it, Paul. Well, you got to remember. I mean, you have to go back to FDR. I mean, he was he was implanting communists in in his administration in in those days. I mean, this is a long. These people think out long term, and this is the takedown of America. Well, I agree with that. They're planning for it, huh? I agree with that, but I see this as a pivotal move on the part of the left. Uh, I mean, they're shooting at passerbys now, wounding each other. They're occupying the tops of buildings with snipers. We haven't seen this in the world since Ukraine and since the CIA and, and their allies, uh, their private mercenaries, were snipers on the roof in Ukraine and killing pro-Russian government <laughs> officials in an attempt to force a coup, which they did do. And that set out the whole Ukrainian crisis. Uh, this is the same behavior. You know, Paul, I've said repeatedly, America is entering into a period where it's 1992, and this is the Bosnian Civil War, but on a much larger scale. <clears throat> and and we're seeing more and more of this. Um, do, you, do you have any reports where these snipers were embedded? Uh, they were on... Uh... <clears throat> Tops of buildings. They had, they had some spotters out there with binoculars and stuff looking for them. So they they spotted them through their uh, uh, lens lens flare. Okay, what that just means, I believe, what he's trying to animate there is they had the good guys had spotters that were looking for any activity like snipers, and you'd all obviously go to rooftops in the area. And the spotters, the good guy spotters, saw, noticed that the um, the Black Lives Matter guys were up on the roofs because of the lens flare, meaning the, um, I believe what he's in reference to is like the, the glint you'll get off the scope when the sunlight hits it right, the, the scope that's facing out. A lot of times that'll give a sniper away. And I believe that's what he's in reference to there. Interesting. Well, there are some high-rises as you move... Uh towards what they call Parker Road uh, on 225, <clears throat> which is south of where they were at. Um, yeah, this is, this well, my, is pretty amazing. Yeah my, yeah, my source got confronted by a young man verbally beating him up, and he had about 1,000 people behind him, and um, he shoved a 45 in his mouth and looked over, looked over his shoulder to the crowd and said, this is one. Well, so there was actual confrontation and, you're aware of between someone you know and the crowd? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's how he got out of So he wow. actually had to, you know, take his gun out, 45, which <laughs> I don't know if you've ever shot a 45. I grew up with those. That's what my dad shot. 
primarily he was a high-ranked combat pistol shooter in the state of Florida. And that gun is devastating. And evidently he had to put it in someone's mouth. And he said, this is one to the rest of them. Meaning, I think what, what he's meaning by that is, this is the first one who's next type of thing. And that would a lot of times get people to back off. And then he got out of there. So if it's escalated to that point there, I mean, we're, <clears throat> I just don't see how this can go on much longer without one of these situations breaking into an absolute total bloodbath gunfight type of thing. And when that happens, I would think that would initiate the actual civil war because the MSM, the, the, the um, prostitute media, the lamestream news will only put up the side of the puritanical, wonderful Black Lives Matter people that are innocent and Little Bo Peep, Rebecca Sunnybrook Farm type of, of you know, puritanical. And um, then they will, add, that will give them the excuse to absolutely demonize anyone that has engaged them in a gunfight, even though they're doing everything they can in the world to get us to fire back, to get us into that, because they, they want this situation badly. So that's that's what happened there. I'm going to go ahead and move on here. This just happened last night. Antifa Black Lives Matter shut down by Austin and state police prevented from carrying out plain violence, thank God. Threats of snipers on roofs. Here we go again. It seems to be their MO now. And gun trucks by far-left agitators to establish autonomous zone compelled state and local authorities to strongly respond. They want to have a autonomous zone like um seattle had groups of black groups of antifa and black lives matter ag agitators were shut down and arrested by state and local officials on saturday <clears throat> after threatening to destroy or to to deploy sniper teams they were black lives matter and antifa sniper teams and again they've gotten these guns from you know the the chinese like we had talked about and the george soros's and you know who knows else who who knows who else but that's where they're getting them okay and using gun trucks in downtown austin like evidently trucks that are outfitted with you know maybe guns that are like uh placed in the truck itself and that, that are you know where they can pivot off the gun and shoot and fire but they're doing this to establish a chaz like autonomous zone in that area like they did in seattle over 200 police officers some in riot gear or riding horses and bicycles were deployed in texas capital city in a bid to minimize the far left rioting and vandalism that was playing as part of the anti-police march well thank god they were deployed and thank god they weren't told to stand down or that or last night in, in austin might have been them getting all of this kicked off in earnest Footage from the ground shows the overwhelming response by the police who split the protesting Antifa Black Lives Matter group and established control over the downtown streets. Well, thank God. Now, here's a link to that report. goes a lot further into it. There's a lot of video footage. But I wanted to just give you the kind of breakdown or the, the cliff note version. Now, then we have this breaking. The 100-day siege begins. Red alert. This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. A Marxist youth bloody revolution has been initiated. 
our undercover just recorded Sunrise Movement's announcement of a nationwide 100-day siege on the eve of the Bohemian Grove cremation of care ritual, changing their Sunrise logo into the wide-awake, all-seeing eye. They claim to be finishing the work of Reconstructionism, purposefully kicking off a continuation of the American Civil War. This is really the moment that this broken... So this is this deputy communications director of the Sunrise Movement. I haven't even heard of them. It could all come crumbling down, but it's up to us to take action and make it happen. We have. So they want our present system, every, every aspect of it, to just crumble to the ground because obviously the world would be so much a better place if we had no police, no nothing on the streets, and they were running the show. I'm sure Lucifer would be very, very happy, but most people wouldn't bring the crisis to their doorsteps. And we're gonna mobilize outside the homes of politicians in the middle of the night to wake them up. That's right, y'all, no justice, no sleep. And this isn't just your regular protest, this is a daily haunting to make it clear that our generation is a force to be with when it comes to the revolution in the streets and at the ballot box. My dream is that we bring these failed- And then she's some Sunrise Movement organizer. Rupt institutions to their knees and we build something new. I love the term siege because I feel like that's exactly what we're going to do. And I all encourage you to go read the Wikipedia page for what a siege is because have that expectation. We need to tell the world that we're not taking this bull oh, these, these, these entitled devil millennials, I swear, it's, it's unbelievable how brainwashed they are, how, how evil and wicked they are, and how demon-possessed of the toenails really they all are. And deluded. More. That they will see us they will feel us and they will hear us until they are deaf with our demands. Rome was not built in the day and it was also not sieged in the day. In fact, it was sieged over the course of one year and nine days, which was a fact I learned today. Every single day from now until the election is a day we're preparing for ballot time battle and the post-election eruption of our pent-up anger. That means showing up to houses of politicians everywhere who have failed us. So for the next 100 days, we will haunt I would imagine that would mean any semblance of good politician like a, a republican one that had actually enacted good righteous laws that's who they want to go after because their norm the norm now the default position of of these luciferian devils whether they're worshiping lucifer overtly or not um is we call evil good and good evil and we we justify the wicked and we condemn the just well the bible the bible says that that is an abomination to god when you justify the wicked and you condemn the just that's their go-to stance they're so evil they're such vessels of satan at this point and i pray to god those that can be saved would be saved but right now in their present state they're such vessels of evil they've so been turned over to a reprobate mind they so have so have had their conscience seared with a hot iron they have so given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies and hypocrisy according to first timothy 4 1 that Everything's opposite to them. Good is evil and evil is good. That's that's where they're that's where we're at on a lot of levels with this country that we're in. I'm not telling my listeners we're that, but these people in general, and particularly the youth, a lot of them, that have been just absolutely totally indoctrinated and brainwashed by the mainstream media, by the public school systems, by the colleges, and in tons of other ways, I'm sure. It's unbelievable.
architects of the death economy. We will march into their homes. We will march into their homes. We will march into their homes and make it plain and simple for them. They are using an example of a pro-abolitionist group from the 1860s called the Wide Awakes. If you go back and read about the tactics used by the Wide Awakes, they were a group that would use hammers to smash windows, break stuff, and beat people. On election day, Wide Awakes monitored voting lines, challenged suspicious voters, and checked to see that ballots were genuine before they were cast. A nationwide campaign of harassment, violence, and intimidation is now underway. The Sunrise Movement, March for Our Lives, United We Dream, and Black Lives Matter are the main groups organizing this uprising. You saw what they did to the cities. Well, now they're planning to target American citizens at their homes. Quote, we need to prepare for... They're showing them outside of somebody's home, Breonna... Couldn't sleep neither much should Mitch. Um, I'll just New let her terrain. Cops enforcing domestic property disturbances more aggressively than police office sit ins and brutality by federal officers <laughs> in cities across the country. Yeah. They plan yeah. to. Like the nine black guys that died last year that they went so crazy over when the porn star, career criminal, career drug addict, uh, woman-beating devil George Floyd died, if he even died, you know. Nine guys had died the year before, nine black guys. And the amount of white guys that died was like, I believe, at least triple at the hands of police officers. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that there's that, that is there's literally no problem in that area. In fact, white cops especially, I'm sure, are probably petrified of actually engaging black guys for fear that they're going to become another you know, statistic that Black Lives Matter can, whatever. I mean, I'm sure black cops are probably too. But, I mean, remember, though, the interview I played, I don't know, six weeks ago around Jeremy, the 32nd degree ex-Freemason? And he went and he talked to his buddies, the Freemasons. I'm seeing a lot of people are seeing that video now. Deborah Tavares has it as, as her main video now. She must have just got wind of it. Remember what he said? Even though his buddies weren't thrilled with him about um, him leaving, but he went to this one funeral, and I don't think they knew that he had left. And they basically told him, they're like, oh, can't you wait? Can't you wait? Aren't you excited? And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, we're going to finally be able to kill off the blacks. We're going to kill them in mass. And he wasn't using, I'm sure... um, Blacks is a word. He's probably using a lot more derogatory language. And Jeremy wasn't aware of this. And I believe he told them at that point, well, how, how are we going to know when that, when the, when that slaughter is going to start to happen? He said, when they start breaking into the houses of the white people, that's when the slaughter is going to start. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm telling you, I heard that six, eight weeks ago. I played it on air. Nobody's really refuted it. The Freemasons must be aware of it. And now what do we have here? What are they threatening to do next? They're threatening to come in to the white people's houses. 
that's what the next step is from what I'm... They've already got snipers on roofs wherever they can get them up there. So now they're going to be threatening to go to the suburbs, go to go to the supposed politicians or whatever, and we're, they're going to be kicking in doors and coming into the white people's houses. And from the intel I heard from Jeremy, that's when the the war will really proceed in earnest and the slaughter of these blacks and the and the and the whites that are part of black lives matter absolutely because there's more idiot white people in black lives matter than i think there are blacks that's when the slaughter is really gonna and i think they're so delusional and their own little millennial participation trophy cry room crybaby minds I, I i think they just think that we're just gonna lay down or something and let them come in and kick our doors in and you know rape our wives and daughters and things and we're gonna do people are gonna collectively do nothing to rebuff this the most heavily armed nation ever in the history of mankind and only getting more heavily armed and and ammoed up by the day I'm just saying, I'm, I'm telling you from Intel, I've heard. This is what I'm hearing. And it's been, I've been hearing it for a long time. And now they say they're right on the verge of doing this. Now, maybe it won't happen. Maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll, you know, be, become cowards and, and back down or whatever and, and realize what they're doing. I don't know, but I'm telling you, that's what they're saying children on the front lines forcing law enforcement to engage with minors. Youthful rioters will aggressively go to prominent outspoken conservatives and politicians homes to quote show them who really has the power. The mission is to disrupt their private life and well-being by shouting, bullhorning and banging to keep them in a state of continued anxiety. Remember, this is the same group of people that said burning down buildings is a legitimate form of protest. Well, do they feel the same about burning down homes? Actions like burning buildings um, are legitimate and powerful forms of Because this is one of these, they're all women uh, in this sunrise movement. They're just a bunch of women that are leading the men, evidently. And I don't, again, whenever you have that going on, the Bible talks about when the women and the children lead the men, that nation is under under God's judgment. I've, I've read that verse before. And again, you could say, well, that's chauvinistic. Well, I'm just saying from a biblical standpoint, it is not biblical for women and children to be leading grown men into whatever that they're doing. And every one of these are, are these rabid feminazi women that are the ones that are evidently no best. And are leading these movements. And this is the Sunrise Movement. She's saying, yeah, yeah, burning down buildings is is the uh, thing to do. Now, again, I've done a whole teaching on what women can do for the Lord. It's all biblical. I've never had one woman or man come back to me and be able to refute it because it's just Bible. It's what the Bible says. Now, I understand that in the future, something like that, or, or even right now, something like that, that could probably get you killed or, or whatever, or thrown in jail, that type of message because it is biblical and that's why the bible eventually will have to be outlawed because it's so antithetical to what is going on now it's so polar opposite i mean the bible talks about this a lot about this type of behavior calling evil good and good evil and condemning the just and justifying the wicked and these types of things it talks a lot about that type of behavior and how god will judge it 
And I think we should be praying for God's judgment on this wickedness because without God's judgment on this wickedness, nothing will change. Nothing. It will just get worse and worse and worse. The only thing Satan understands is a ball bat upside his head. Collectively. That is how you get evil people's attention. Because you cannot reason with somebody that's demon-possessed of the toenails. Now, I'm not telling my listeners to go out and necessarily do that. I'm not saying that. But, you know, they kick your door in and they're there to kill, steal, rape, pillage, or whatever, you have every right as an American to defend yourself and your family, and I believe you have a biblical right to do that. Or, or is it biblical for the, for the man of the house to lay down and go into a fetal position and let, let them have their way? Now, I've done tons of studies on this as well. Um, just uh, biblical response to tyranny, self-defense, just... Any, any derivation of keywords you can think about regarding that subject, just go to contendingfortruth.com and put that in there. But um, this is just absolute total insanity what we're dealing with here. And it's, and it's getting worse. So we should expect the same thing that's been happening in Portland to start happening now on the doorsteps of prominent conservatives and Republicans. The protest at Mitch McConnell's home was a Juneteenth beta test. They also say that they need a president whose strings they can pull <laughs> and that Biden is their guy. Oh, yeah. Despite the potential for change that's coming, we still have to deal with Biden. Right. And I know literally every time I open the news, he's gone and said something else terrible. The Democratic Party is banging us over the head. With, we got to defeat Trump. And this really speaks to me. Right. We need an administration. It's we unbelievable to me that they couldn't get somebody better than Biden. I mean, that is just an, an absolute, I heard one guy say he's just a husk of a whatever entity. He's, he's a husk. He's not, there's nothing there other than evil. His mind's gone. It's just totally gone. And, and they, they picked the biggest, most brain damaged people. Look at Hillary to run for, I, I guess it's just because of the seniority thing. I don't know. I guess they've paid their satanic dues. They've they've killed enough children. They've drank enough babies' blood. They're 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 just nothing but a vessel of Satan. Yeah, they can't even put together a sentence anymore. And they're in unbelievably poor health. But evidently, you know, if it doesn't matter to Satan, as long as they're they've paid the dues, then I guess they get the their their turn in line or whatever. And control. We need to be able to pull the strings if we want to be able to implement the visionary future we need. After they get Biden elected through street tactics, they will overtake his... So also, another point I wanted to bring up there. She mentioned before this other movement in the, I don't know, 18-whatever hundreds that they would go around and intimidate people at the ballot boxes. And um, now, I've said many, many times that the voting process is absolutely, totally rigged. I've been reporting on that for years, that they put... but. The concept of them doing this, though, obviously, I'm not for that. I'm not for them intimidating voters, but expect a lot of that in this next election. And I, I can't even imagine the chaos that's going to ensue. But that's one of their primary tactics, is going to be voter intimidation, evidently. Administration. So now we're going to take actions they cannot ignore. On election day, they plan to take civil unrest to voting polls in suburban and Republican areas. They will be targeting Trump's poll watchers. 
The claim that they are agents of intimidation to keep black and brown people from voting. So as we ramp up to so the- if I would say if the militia, because it's not going to be the government, I don't believe. I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. Unless the militia shows up to police all the voting stations. Okay. Now, again, listen, I, I believe the voting process is rigged. There's about so many different ways they can rig it. They can flip votes, and especially when you're dealing with uh, computerized voting. The Diebold machines, we've got into how corrupt and wicked they are, how they've been rigged and owned by, you know, a lot of these really high-level liberal globalist elite people, you know. So I have a lot of mixed feelings about the subject, uh, but I do believe that that is going to be one of their main tactics moving into when this, you know, election comes about. We know there's a lot that's going to be stopping black and brown people and young people from voting. Polling places are being shut down, and we've heard that Trump has called for 50K poll watchers, which we all know that means there's going to be an army of terrorizers to scare black and brown people from voting. It's going to be rough. So they... What? I mean, Trump wants 50,000 poll watchers. So she's equating that with what she is, which is an army of terrorists to prevent black and brown people from voting really seriously when have you when have you seen white people going up and trying to intimidate black or brown people into not voting i mean maybe maybe if you had a town that was like taken over by the kkk or something i don't know i mean this is ridiculous no but they're going to do the very thing that they're guilty of so that so that's their justification to show up as menacingly as possible to these polling places to to um counteract all the wicked trump people that will be there just to be poll watchers claim they are going to be protesting at the polls to help protect brown and black people but minorities have had open access to voting booths just like everyone else the real goal is to scare and intimidate conservative voters away by having these violent groups present at the polls that's why we need to show up like never before you really think they aren't going to physically attack trump voters given the opportunity it's time to win some so after showing our power on election day, we'll actually start to dictate how we rebuild society. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I'm sure society would be just peachy in, in their hands, in the hands of George Soros and Antifa and Black Lives Matter and that one group not blanking around anymore, whatever, those those guys. I'm sure in all these other movements that we've talked about today, I mean, it would just be an absolute utopia. People, we really need to get out there and fight like our lives depend on it because it really does y'all the revolution is here y'all it is outside our doorsteps and it's up to each and every one of us to decide who we are are we the vanguards of this revolution (laughs) are we wide awake on this call and ready to bring the revolution to the doorsteps of our leaders from dawn until dusk one of them to call evil good and good evil i think we are Looks like George Soros is down for another round of happy making. And he will send his goons after you if necessary. Yep, absolutely. So I want you to understand what's coming. As a watchman, I'm here to warn. 
And there's a lot to warn about nowadays. Next video, peaceful protesters wage war against every law-abiding citizen in America. We, we don't got to kill the Clintons. We'll make them kill themselves. How's that? Reign of terror. We learned six months ago how staffers within the Bernie Sanders campaign have been planning a violent reign of terror. How they were planning an organized show of force and the destruction of property. These people are motivated by, by fear. And if we mobilize and if we show, we make a show of force and a show, and show that like hey, we're, we're very strong and we're, we've, we've put in work and we're very powerful now, um, I think you'll have a good many people who are going to back down off it, who are going to be so afraid that they're, that they're going to back down off that position. Just like a, a militant labor movement that's willing to, um, one, strike, uh, and if necessary, uh, uh, just, you know, this just, is a Bernie Sanders field organizer. Destroy property and things like that. How they were planning to burn cities. So if Trump gets reelected, what? Cities burn. How they were organized with Antifa. We don't want to scare people off. So you kind of got to feel it out first before you get into the crazy stuff. But um, what kind of crazy stuff? Tell me. You know, right. we were talking right. about, you know, more. Organization. This looks like a project. Yeah, this is Project Veritas. They're going. They're they're undercover, ca capturing all these guys. And when I when I was coming down before on the millennials too, I just mean the majority millennials. I don't mean like the good millennials or my listeners that are millennials that are, you know, pursuing righteousness and this type of stuff. I'm not. I don't ever like to blanket categorize any demographic because there's always exceptions every single time. But for the most part, you're dealing with a lot of very brainwashed children, essentially that are most likely all in arrested development and, and you know nine-year-olds thinking that they're gonna you know take over the country nine-year-olds in their minds is, is what i mean like antifa you know you're talking about the yellow vests and all that but you know we're kind of keeping that keeping that in the, the background and that they were willing to murder what are we going to do with those people that resist the change because that's a big deal I'll tell you what, in Cuba, what do they do to reactionaries? They shot him on the beach. And this is some devil Bernie Sanders guy, you know, shaking his head. Yeah, they shot him on the beach. So that's what they, that's what their plans are for all of us. If they get their way, mass extermination. Do you want to fight against the revolution? You're going to die for it, motherfucker. Their reign of terror has arrived in the Black Lives Matter. Sorry if that got through, but that, that was kind of bleeped out. Their movement. And their main target is every law-abiding citizen in America. After weeks of unprecedented mayhem, we can clearly see their tactics. They stop traffic unannounced on major freeways or thoroughfares, placing a burden upon thousands of random men and women across the nation just going about their business. If anyone protests, asks for passage, or expresses anything other than submissive silence, they are attacked by the mob, dragged out of their cars, and beaten. And they're showing all these videos of this actually happening. It's absolute, total... It's the way cowards fight, where you've got, like, you know... 10 15 guys on one guy it's the way cowards like to fight and that's the way they like to fight we have had several drivers shot at a 27 year old defense attorney shot a driver in the head during a protest 
These are random men and women who happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And after being dragged from their cars, beaten and shot at, they are accused of somehow attacking the protest. The media supports this lie. Mainstream outlets running outrageous headlines, suggesting that any random person who gets attacked by the mob had it coming, and that the angry mob is morally superior to all of us. This is us just trying to create a world filled with love and kill off the Oh, hate. yeah. In Austin, Texas, a court- Filled with love. Yeah, they're, act- they're really walking out in that, too. And kill the hate. They're going to kill all the, the righteous people, all the conservatives, all the Christians. That's their version of hate. Again, because they call evil good and good evil. But, and then what's going to happen is, is, the, is the vacuum that's going to be created by all the Christians and all the righteous people being killed is love will fill that. And it, it will just be in a utopia and everything will just be wonderful. I mean, it's just, you, you can't, it's, it's impossible to wrap your head around this level of demon possession. Demonically possessed thinking patterns, I should say. To his recent statement, Daniel Perry was driving for a rideshare company, unaware of any protest, when he turned right onto Congress Avenue and encountered a group of protesters. Several people started beating on his vehicle, and an individual carrying a rifle, Garrett Foster, quickly approached the car and motioned with the rifle for Perry to lower his window. He complied, thinking that Foster was the police, but when Foster began to raise his rifle towards him, Perry shot and fired. Garrett Foster died that night of gunshot wounds. Daniel Perry is a free man Good. because this was self-defense. Yeah. They interviewed this guy beforehand. His pupils were about nine miles wide. And he was obviously uh, hyped up on, I don't know, meth or whatever. And he was the one that was just bragging in uh, like a video they, they filmed like an hour, half hour before, you know, how he's going to kick butt and take names and he was dead he was dead in short order also in austin texas the city council wants to expedite the demolition of the apd headquarters they want to blow up the police headquarters as soon as possible what he showed the he showed the the legal document hold on i I gotta go back to that I, i guess they're justifying it by it says it's long been to beyond its useful life but what what are they going to put in its place you know what 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 did uh and then it goes into the dedicated to addressing historic economic inequities in the black communities and i mean it's all about race baiting them destroying this headquarters i mean it the police headquarters as soon as possible And the mayor wants to take guns away from law-abiding Texans. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Man. Oh, boy, you can't even possibly wrap your head around this. Okay, I'm way over time here, so I'm going to go and end part one, and we will go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N 
D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.